This is the Nearside Low Podcast, brought to you by Missouri Water Polo. For all highlights, scores, and updates, please visit www.mowaterpolo.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at Nearside Low, or Instagram at Nearside Low underscore podcast. Side Low Podcast. This is Charlie. This is Ray. And we are here with week two of water polo. Um, as usual, we like to start out with our uh, question of the week. And Ray, since you came up with it, I'm going to let you deliver it. So last week we talked a little bit about what was most exciting to us for this upcoming high school season. Uh, so we asked you to tweet at us some things that you were excited about. So um, we did get uh, one response. Uh, we could have gotten a few more, but uh one is a lonely number coach one is a lonely number (laughs) yeah but since we get one we can talk about it for a while so um so uh i think coach taylor from desmet uh tweeted at us um last week slew was playing desmet in the hockey state championship game uh so he tweeted that he was excited um for uh, just like DeSmet was playing slew in hockey he was excited for DeSmet to play slew in water polo um, using the hashtag our year, uh, which I've been seeing them use a lot uh, for Desmet. And uh, so this week, actually, SLU will take on Desmet in water polo. I think that should be one of the better games this week. Uh, but we appreciate uh, Taylor tweeting at us. And Thank maybe you, Taylor. Few, Thank you. Yes. Yeah. A few of you others, anything else that's exciting you, we'd love to hear about it. All right, good. So go ahead and talk about our question of the week for the upcoming week. So uh, five teams from St. Louis went up to Chicago this last weekend uh, and got to play some of the teams up in Chicago. Um, Later this year, we'll have some of the Chicago teams coming down to St. Louis. Uh, But we just wanted to hear from you. What are some teams that you would like to see uh, the St. Louis teams get to play um, that we don't normally get to play? So um, like Stevenson and and Fenwick, um, both – some of our teams got to see this weekend and will be coming down later this season. But um, for instance, Parkway West played Naperville Central, which is uh, one of the top teams in Chicago. They've never come down to St. Louis. Uh, Lions Township is also a perennial uh, powerhouse that has never come down to St. Louis. Uh, what are some of the teams from Chicago you'd like to see come down or even from Florida or from Texas? What, what are some teams that you'd like to see us, uh, our St. Louis teams, be able to get to play? All right, so tweet us at Nearside Low, or we'll talk about the forum a little bit because, uh, well, people can people can answer their question of the week on there too, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, so that was our question of the week. We're going to roll into, um, we didn't really have any water polo in the news for our first podcast, but we've, we had a couple things happen um, that we wanted to touch on. Um, we played, Parkway West played Ledoux on, I think, Tuesday night. Um, we were lucky enough to have Greg Uptain and Paul Kopsky there. Uh, Greg wrote a great little write-up in uh, STL Today, and you can find it at stltoday.com um, under the high school link. Um, it's still, I think, maybe one of the headers that's cycling through. Uh, and then Paul Kopsky was there and uh, took uh, some photographs uh, of the game. Um, and so that was fun to see and, and interviewed both coaches and quite a few players um, from um, from both teams. So it's always good when, when water polo gets some press um, on STL Today. Uh, that being said, on a more sad note, and Ray, I know you know a little bit more about this. Uh, when I was in Chicago this past weekend, 
um, the host pool, Fenwick, the head coach, Kyle Perry, um, was not uh, was not really poolside, and part of that was because he was at uh, a memorial and a wake and a funeral um, for um, somebody that he knew up in Chicago um, who was a ref. Um, who and I don't know if anyone follows Twitter or follows the news, but um, most recently um, a man named Bill Dolhide, who was pretty involved, and I'll let you touch on that, Ray, um, was actually um, shot and killed. Uh, I don't know if it was a week ago or two weeks ago, um, but you know we kind of wanted to touch on that for a minute. Yeah, we just wanted to send our respects out. So on March 7th, uh, he was driving through a part of South Chicago and was struck by um, a bullet um, from just a random bystander. Um, Bill had been involved as a referee in Chicago for a while. Um, he was one of the top refs in that area. Um, he also played for a while with the Chicago Apostles, which is one of the men's teams up in the Chicago area. So I, I was talking to Miguel this morning, who um, mentioned that he, he knew him uh, just from the various events. And uh, I know a number of other people in our area um, knew him as well. So just wanted to send our respects out to, to Bill in the Illinois water polo community. Um, once again, just a sad, sad uh, and tragic death, um, the water polo community and the Chicago area in general. Yes. So our condolences out to you guys. Um, so then we're going to jump in. I don't think there was anything else in the news that we wanted to touch on. Um, but we want to always talk about the week in review. And we actually had quite a few big games. Um, unfortunately, uh, I was involved in quite a few of them. Uh, so I'll touch on, uh, the first two because I know, I don't think I saw you there, Ray. Um, so West versus Lindbergh was on Monday night at Lindbergh. Um, uh, coach Welch, my assistant and I both discussed probably the most challenging first game, um, that we have been involved in, in the past 10 or 12 years. Um, and it was obviously a really good game. Um, I guess, Nerves from my side were that we were playing in an eight-lane all-deep pool, and we'd been practicing in a six-lane shallow-deep. Um, Lindbergh came out hard. Uh, I think we scored right away 1-0, but then they pounced back and slowly built a 5-1 to lead um, at half. Uh, and, you know, at, at that point, you can decide to roll over and keep battling, and we continue to keep battle. And it went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Ended up going into overtime, uh, two, three-minute uh, periods. And we ended up, uh, I think, notching the 10-9 win. So that game could have gone either way. Uh, a lot of crossbars, a lot of miss, missed goals uh, from both sides. Um, and uh, so it was it was actually fun. And I mean, obviously I'm happy to come out on the other side, but I have a strange feeling that we will run into Lindbergh multiple times this year. And um, it looks like we're going to have to bring our A game every time we play them. Uh, and then we followed that up with a game um, against Ledoux, who uh, in the preseason top 10 was ranked ahead of us. Um, again, um, we were in the confines of the uh, Parkway West Aquatic Center, <laughs> uh, six lane shallow deep, uh, and it was a nail biter. Uh, we went up, I think, 1-0, and then it was basically tit for tat, back and forth, back and forth. Um, we held a one goal lead with, I think, maybe a minute 30 left. So a little flip flop from last year, I think, when Ledoux had a uh, one or two goal lead on us towards the end, um, and uh, Ledoux kind of came out on top. Super impressed with uh, Mr. Murdoch, who was one of their two meters. Um, and then I, I, I can't remember the name of the individual, but number 10, um, I remember he was pretty dominant on JV last year, but he has grown and, and really did some really good things for Ledoux um, against us. And, and then obviously Ledoux's goalie, um, I thought played really, really well. Um, so they deserve the win, obviously, on that. Um, and then our third game, 
I hate talking about West so much, but um, we went to play Parkway South at South, and I think the final score was 8-6. So, again, a, another really, really close game, and we'll touch on that a little bit more um, in the preseason top 10. Um, but super impressed with their players, super impressed with their goalie, who I think kind of just got involved in water polo last year. Um, and then there was the South versus Central game, and Coach, I'll let you touch on that because I've been yakking here. Yeah, so uh, Parkway Central played Parkway South on Monday. Um, and Central came out with a 9-8 victory um, as another early season game. It sounds like uh, both teams may have been missing some players for that one, but um, Central 9-8 over Parkway South. Um, Central also played CBC on Friday um, and beat uh, CBC 10-8. Um, so Central had a couple close games uh, as well, just showing that that top 10, it's going to be a lot of a lot of teams that are going to be battling it out. I mean, it's great to see all these two, three, one goal games um, just indicating how close um, how close some of these games are going to be. Right. Uh, and Slew, then, go ahead. Go sorry. Ahead. And then I was going to say SLU also opened up their season this week. They played Parkway Central and Kirkwood. Um, SLU looks strong in both those games. Uh as well, beating both those teams uh, pretty handedly, but uh, we'll see. I mean, as we said, uh, as the season goes along, definitely going to be interested to see how how uh, how the season progresses. Definitely, um, and and also, I guess more less weekend review and more weekend in review. We had tons of groups uh, head up to Chicago. I apologize. I think on the last podcast we only mentioned Desmet and West, um, but Lindbergh made a trip up. Lafayette made a trip up, and Parkway Central made a trip up. I know, um, looking at, at stats, Lindbergh ended up taking, I think, second at the Mundelein tournament. Is that right, or was it Schaumburg? Yeah, so uh, Lindbergh was at the Mundelein tournament. Uh, they went 3-1 overall, uh, took second place. They had a nice win over Mundelein, which is a top-20 team uh, up there. Uh, they in The last game they lost to Lockport, but strong weekend overall for Lindbergh. Uh, Lafayette went up to the Schaumburg tournament, uh, and uh, they took sixth place, uh, beat Ho- the Hoffman team. Uh, Parkway Central went up to Evanston, and uh, they won their last game, beating uh, Bremen, I believe, 14-13 uh, to 13 in the last game. So it looks like some excitement up there. And then last week, yeah, we mentioned the, the Smet and Parkway West going up to the Fenwick tournament. Coach, you want to talk a little bit about, about that one? Yeah, uh, it's always fun when you're at a tournament with another St. Louis school, um, just because you guys kind of cheer each other on. Um, first night we were there, um, we won our first game. I know DeSmet won their first game, um, and then we had to play kind of a doubleheader that night. DeSmet matched up with Stevenson. Um, I stuck around and watched that game. Uh, interesting, uh, Stevenson, I, I thought they were going to lose a lot from last year because they had some really, really good seniors, but uh, they they came out fast and they came out good. Um, and they looked really, 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 really good. Um, DeSmet held their own for a little bit, but but eventually kind of wore down. Um, and then we matched up with Naperville Central that evening. Um, and obviously Stevenson uh, was ranked number one in Chicago. Naperville Central was ranked two. Um, Naperville Central has, you know, uh, a stud goalie is my understanding. So um, he definitely stood out. He was They had a lot of big kids, but he was definitely the biggest of the big kids. Um, and I think they 11-0'd us. Um, we struggled. We got a couple looks at goal, but, um, again, their goal, only made some some you know uh, made some great saves to keep him 
uh, to keep him out of trouble. Um, and so then, unfortunately, we drove five hours and we played to cement then the next morning, um, which was good. Um, just because, uh, you know, we know we're going to have to face them this year. Um, I know DeSmet is on spring break, and I think they were missing a couple of their starters. Um, so there were some JV kids up helping out. But I thought they played a phenomenal game. Um, I think final score was 8-5 between us and them. Um, and then we got to match up for the fifth-place game against Nequa Valley, who last I saw was ranked, I don't know, 12th or 13th um, in Chicago. Um, that was a great low-scoring back-and-forth game, and we ended up winning 5-4. to four. Um, we jetted out of there after that, so I don't know. Desmet played after us. I'm not sure where they, um, if they won their last game or not. And I, I you'd have to check illpolo.com. So, so just a, so just a few comments about that Fenwick tournament, which was I, talking about it so much, just because so many of the top Illinois teams were in that. It's a strong early season tournament for them. Um, Desmet lost to Naperville North, I believe, in that last game, nine to five, but. Um, interesting to note that Stevenson lost to Naperville Central 8-4, to so that the third-place game of that tournament, uh, Stevenson beat Fenwick 10-9 to in overtime. Um, and then the first-place game, Naperville Central beat Lions 7-2. to So um, well, they, they've got some parity up there as well, and it's going to be really exciting when Stevenson and Fenwick come down uh, and see St. Louis teams at the dismet, uh, dismetted by the couple weeks. Well, and my one, my one caveat on the in Naperville central, I was super impressed with, and, and uh, coach Welch was a little more impressed with Stevenson and their matchup, um, to get into the championship game. I I'm pretty sure. And I didn't see what happened, but, uh, Stevenson's, I think number five, one of their better players, two meter. Uh, I, I don't know if he got thrown out of the game. So within the first two minutes of the game, so they were down one of their top players. I don't know if that carried over into the, the next game against Fenwick. Um, but I felt like Naperville central and Stevenson were a little notch above the rest. And then Fenwick and Lions definitely looked really good. Um, so it'll be really fun to see, uh, both of those teams come down. Um, it'd be nice to see, as we mentioned, it'd be nice to see Naperville central make the trip. And again, I don't think Lions has ever made the trip down. Um, and so that'd be pretty cool to see them because, you know, as you mentioned earlier, they're always contenders for the final four up there. They've got really, uh, Doug Eichstock, their coach, I think has got, got a really good program going. Um, so other than that, I think we're, we're good to go as far as traveling to Chicago. Um, I think that pretty much summarizes that. So we did the weekend review, the weekend review, and now we're going to do the week ahead. So coach, are there any matchups that you are excited about watching this week? So uh, there are a couple. Uh, so th- last week, a number of teams were on spring break. Uh, this week, uh, Marquette and DeSmet both opened their season in St. Louis. Uh, we talked about DeSmet just being up in Chicago, but uh, Marquette will play DeSmet on Tuesday. Um, definitely interesting to see how those both both those teams match up. Um, and then Wednesday, we already talked about DeSmet plays SLU. Uh, and then Parkway Central will play Parkway West um, on Wednesday as well. So a couple of interesting games. And then I uh, always, always enjoyed seeing the Lafayette tournament. The Lafayette JV invite will be this upcoming weekend out at Lafayette. Um, so we'll get to see uh, some of the JV teams get to play as well. So this week, so this week uh, we're starting to see more teams play games. And I think, uh, coming the following week and the week after is when uh, the season really opens up. We start seeing a lot of the teams playing on a consistent basis. Yeah, so it should be pretty good. Again, uh, for any scores, you know, Ray and I sometimes don't talk about every score that we see. Visit mowaterpolo.com or um, for stats and stuff, stltoday.com. I know that most coaches do a pretty good job of keeping as much of their stuff up to date as possible. Um, and, uh, and we, we, we try our best to try and mention all uh, as many teams as we can. Uh, but if there's any, 
any games you really want us to talk about or think are interesting, feel free to tweet at Nearside Low, um, and we'll do our best to try and incorporate everyone. As I said, we're trying to get as many people mentioned here um, as possible. Most definitely. Um, so that leads us into our Fast Break Forum talk. Unfortunately, uh, nobody really seems to care whether whether we start a week early um, or a week late. Uh, or maybe, Ray, we just don't have anybody listening to the podcast, but that's okay. <laughs> or, um, or, we, or we just were so convincing in our arguments that yeah, agreed the, with us. So. Yeah, that's, that, that, is a, that is a possibility. So kind of going off the question of the week, you know, if you don't want to tweet us, because obviously not everybody has Twitter, uh, feel free to talk in the, the forum about teams that you would be um, interested in seeing. A little shout-out to whoever you are out there, far side high. Um, you know, I, I quit teaching my kids near side low, far side high because – they couldn't remember one, so I've been trying <laughs> to focus on near side low. Uh, but we like the little uh, catch tag, and um, we appreciate some of the insight that you've been putting up there um, for us. Um, and so then that rolls into, um, unfortunately, we don't have the top 10 for this week, but Ray and I thought we would just kind of talk about the preseason top 10 uh, from the previous week because obviously there were a lot of close games um, that we saw. I think clear on the top, SLU had some pretty dominant performances thus far, um, so easily – um, will continue to be number one. Um, I think Ledoux was ranked number two. Is that correct? Correct. All right. And it sounds like they'll probably keep that spot um, as they, they won that nail-biter against West. Um, West in the number three spot. I think they'll probably stay there um, rolling into the next week. And then Lindbergh in the four spot. Um, I think they would probably stay there just um, with uh, their trip to Chicago and, and one loss to uh, Parkway West. After that, Ray, you want to touch on kind of the jumble that's going on? Yeah, so I mean, as as we saw, all those all those games between two through four were um, couple goal games. So um, definitely, we'll see how that plays out. Desmet uh, had their first games this weekend, um, and they played. We didn't mention this, but they played uh, Parkway West um, in a fairly close game. I know. Um, I think also Desmet was missing a few players for that tournament. So uh, Desmet will be. Definitely interested to see how uh, how they open up this week and then moving forward. Hopefully, we'll have Coach Taylor on here in the next uh, next week or two as well. Um, could hear a little bit more about their team. Uh, Parkway West uh, was at number six. Or sorry, not Parkway West. Parkway South was at number six. Uh, Parkway South um, lost to West, uh, lost to Central in a close game, uh, but definitely sounds like they'll be up there for the rest of the season. Parkway Central was at seven. Um, They'll be right around there. Uh, Marquette was at number eight. They opened this week. Uh, I did get to see Kirkwood at number nine. I was, I, I think they're going to be a team to watch as well. They've got a couple players who um, looked strong, and once they start playing some of these top teams, we'll see how they do. MICDS was at number ten. They don't. They do not have a game, as far as I could tell, until April. So um, we may not be able to get a good look at them for a little while. But, uh, but. There's another number of teams. CBC this week uh, had a couple of interesting games. Uh, we'll see where Shabbatad, Clayton, and some of these others that received some votes last week where they end up. So uh, Dave Dave Jimenez does the top ten for us. We appreciate his work in compiling it. That should be out, I believe, by early Monday morning. Um, and for going forward with these, we're going to try and have them uh, just a little in advance just so that we can talk about them for these podcasts. But uh, – We'll see where everybody shakes up. Should be a lot of movement this year, which will be exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so 
I think that pretty much wraps up with what we're gonna we're gonna go over uh, so far on this Sunday. Um, and again, please uh, follow us on Twitter at Nearside Low. I do have an Instagram um, at Nearside Low underscore podcast. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know the login anymore, so <laughs> I'll have to work on getting that figured out. <laughs> uh, and then please um, subscribe to us on uh, Apple iTunes um, as. We are kind of synced with that, so anytime we upload anything, um, that should pop up. And if you have an iPhone, it should pop up on your phone, letting you know that there is a new podcast. Uh, we love when people come up and chat with us at games as, as stuff picks up. Please talk to us about people that you'd like to hear from on the podcast, um, stuff that maybe we haven't mentioned that you think would be good for us to talk about, uh, among other things. Ray, you got anything else? That's all I got. All right, so this is Charlie. This is Ray. And this is the Nearside Low Podcast, and we are signing off.